All right, guys, welcome to Music Frenzy Radio Network. Uh, tonight's Monday, Monday, Monday. I mean, nobody really likes Mondays, do they? But, I mean, even a hardcore metalhead like me uh, has an affinity for the music of the 80s. So that's where we're going to go tonight. Uh, we're going to start off our uh, new Classics in 30 series tonight. Uh, and we're going to highlight uh, one of my many favorite bands from the 80s, uh, The Motels, tonight. We'll play a few tunes from the band, and uh, shortly I'll premiere our interview from Friday with uh, lead singer Martha Davis. Um, she uh, gave us a call, and it was a really cool chat, um, you know, just reminiscing about, um, you know, the hits of the motels and what they have going on now. So, um, but let's get started. Uh, we'll start with uh, the band's, uh, one of the band's uh, top 10 hits from 1982's All For One album. Let's play some music. This is... Only the lonely. Without any style, we kiss all together wrong. No intention. We lie about each other's strengths. We live without each other. Here on musicfrenzy.net radio network. Yeah, uh, that was the motels, only the lonely, and even before Mariah Carey or um, Whitney Houston. I mean, vocally, when Martha hits that one note, 
in that song it's just remarkable i remember you know hearing it for the first time and it just blew me away so um this past friday i was very fortunate to speak to martha i gave her a call and we spoke about um the motels and you know how their hits uh, came about how they got signed to capitol records and martha even spoke about the band's appearance on dick clark's american bandstand which was very cool um so we're going to play that interview now uh, sit back and enjoy our interview with martha and afterwards we're going to play i don't know probably my favorite song from the band um suddenly last summer um but here here's our interview with uh, martha davis at the motels today here on classics and 30 we're talking about uh, 80s music and in the early part of the decade a band out of la came and gave us some really solid hits i mean you know even now i you know songs that if i when i think 80s i definitely think about this band and um on the phone with us now is martha davis from the motels martha pleasure to have you on the show today Hi, John. It's great to be here. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about over the next half hour, just uh, you know, playing some really solid tunes that I grew up with and I remember from back in the '80s. And you know, thank you for the music that you guys gave us. Um, you know, obviously, I'm speaking about uh, only the lonely and uh, suddenly last summer. Um, two songs that just you know, I graduated in 1984. These songs came out respectively in, tw- in '82 and '83. So many, many times. I've spent listening to these songs. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, songs are amazing creatures. It's not like, it's, and you'll hear this from lots of artists, you know, it's not like you have anything to do with it. They just present themselves to you. Only lonely. I picked up my guitar and it was just sitting there. So I just I just look up and say thank you. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and, you know, I remember, you know, back in, I think it was in 82, I think it was, I saw the band on American Bandstand. And um, I think you guys played Only the Lonely and Take the L Out of Lover, I believe it was. Um, uh-huh. But that had to have been surreal, you know, coming up, you know, new, you had just been signed to Capitol Records, and here you are on American Bandstand being interviewed by Dick Clark. I know, it's really strange. And it was like, because I've been watching Dick Clark since I, you know, since I was a youngster. Sure. And he looked exactly the same. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there is some iconic moments. And when you when you first, you know, I mean, getting signed is it's not an overnight occurrence, though you may wish it that way. It's usually, you know, it's like any other profession. You're going to spend a good eight years at it, hopefully, um, learning your chops and understanding what's going on in the business. But still, even... Even then, when you get signed, it's so fast, and you end up doing things that you never thought you would ever do, and it's very, it's very confusing, actually. <laughs> oh, totally. And, but being a band out of the L.A. area, um, you know, being signed to Capitol Records, I mean, that, you know, at the time, and, you know, even now, but at the time, that was the iconic record label, Capitol Records. Yep, yep. It was, and not only was it an iconic label, but in terms of, like, right at that time, like, 79, uh, there was kind of a feeding frenzy going on, for lack of a better term, where um, the the record companies were just very excited. They they were kind of, sh- everybody was shopping in New York for, like, your kind of punk talent, and then they just sort of discovered that L.A. had a bunch, too, and so everybody was getting signed almost to the point of it was kind of sad because a lot of people were signed and just dumped. You know, they didn't really do anything. Capital was a great label in terms of that they really had artist development, which is something that is no longer something that exists, I don't think. I, I would agree. Them, 
Yeah. In 79, the first album didn't do anything here in the States. It did something in Australia. It was pretty pretty successful in Australia. But the second album didn't really do anything here. The third album they rejected, and it wasn't until the fourth album that you had Only Lonely. And they stuck by us that whole time. So that, that doesn't really happen anymore, I don't think. So the single comes out, and, you know, obviously back then MTV actually had videos, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Uh, talk to me about the song, the videos, um, you know, that whole era. You know, now you're thrust out on the entire music scene. Yeah, and you're, and you're really, as much as you've been gigging and preparing in that sense and hanging up posters and flyers on telephone poles, you're not really... <laughs> There's a lot of stuff you've never done before, and videos are one of them. Videos hadn't, I mean, they existed. I mean, Elvis and, I mean, people made, film, you know, videos, but it wasn't It wasn't really the same. There was a new mad sort of crazy thing, and we were so lucky to get to work with, I mean, I've worked with great directors, you know. Russell McKay, did our first two, um, Only Lonely and um, Take the L were done. We did those in like two days. Wow. For 60 $65,000 for both of them or something really? crazy. <laughs> wow. It was before unions were involved It was, and it was very, it was wild, wild west. It was like we were just making stuff up as we went and he was just such a brilliant guy with such a great eye. Later on I got to work with David Fincher when he was just up and coming guy, you know, so I've been very lucky in that department. Uh, Suddenly Last Summer is a song that just um, lyrically, it sounds like it's a, a you know semi-personal song and it just you know the lyrics and the chorus just touches me you know thinking about summertime and you know back in in uh-huh. the 80s you know when i was you know coming out of out out of high school and you know going into college and and and, and friends and girlfriends and the shore and everything you know and um uh-huh. you know I, I know i remember the video um you know had um you know was based on like a like a sandy scene you know like a beach scene and you know it just you know the total 80s type gear like i'm thinking like now if it was you know um uh, shot it would be some skimpy bikini <laughs> or something you know <laughs> i know i know it's lucky it's lucky i didn't have to do that my day. I, you know I, we, that's a whole different discussion you don't want to get me started <laughs> suddenly last summer is one of the strangest songs i've ever written because i know for a fact that it started years and years it the whatever was going to be that song started years before I even left Berkeley, California, and I was sitting in the backyard of my at my house, and it was a beautiful day, and the sun was out, and I was like just sitting in the grass. Um, this was before I even moved down to L.A. to try to make it overnight, you know, <laughs> and, all, and the sun's being, and all of a sudden this cold wind, just like, you know, when it's just the end of summer and you get that first, like, crack of coldness and you just know, uh summer's coming to an end. Here it comes. Here comes the winter. And at the same time, I heard this ice cream truck. And I went, that's probably the last time I'll hear that ice cream truck. And this was, like, years ago. This is 70, you know, probably 71 or 2 or something like that. Wow. And um, for me, because I was at... Well, at 15, I was pregnant and an Air Force wife. I started very young, and there, so there was an end of my innocence that happened suddenly one summer. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, that the thing about changes like that in your life is you can't go back. You can't. You can never really reclaim that that time. You know, so you're moving forward. 
And and I, you know, I moved on and I moved down to L.A. And then one night in the middle of the night, I at th- literally three in the morning, I wake up with that da 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 the, the riff in my yeah. head. Okay. And I woke up and I just went. And all of this, this, this song came out, but it was directly linked to that time years and years ago, back in my backyard, and all these things sort of just... I mean, I never... The, the best part of my songwriting is somehow early on I learned to get the hell out of my own way. And when songs decide they want to come in, I'm just like, I just back up and try to, you know, reinforce anything they're trying to do. So sure. um, that song sort of... I remember calling Val Garay, my producer at that time, and saying, I think I have a song... Uh, yeah, next thing you know, so um, yeah, songs are songs are amazing. I'm I'm still taken to them, taken by them. Every you know, I love them and creating them and having you know a part in that is just it's it's my favorite thing because I'm that's what I am. I'm a songwriter, singer, not a singer songwriter. It's it's really about the writing that really makes me happy. Sure, and you guys are, are still putting out records. I know that uh, just this year, if not now, then when came out a two CD album. Yeah, that was, which is really lucky because, because I'm a writer, I write all the time, and I have a lot of songs, and most of them never, ever get to come out and play. They don't. They just, because there's, there's only so many you can put on a record, you right, know? And, right, uh, So this was a chance for a lot of outtakes, you know, good songs that, you know, just, there were too many for the record, so, and it's a really, it's a, it's a fun collection, and then later this year we have a brand new, brand new uh, album coming out, which is really exciting, and and I, this band that I've been working with now almost 14 years, these guys, you know, longer than the original Motels, the one signed to Capitol, sure. but these guys are just, we, I, I think this is the Motels band, I mean, of all, of all incarnations of Motels, and there's been quite a few, this band is... It makes me musically the happiest. They're, they're, we get a lot. We love each other so much. And like I said, we've been together now longer than the original band. And we do have Marty Gerard from the original, the, the sax and keyboard player. So uh, he joined in about a few years back, and so he's the he's the new old guy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm very excited about this year and the new stuff that's happening. It's um, I'm. Happy Hopefully, when I get down to L.A. this time, we have a couple of shows down there, and I'm going to try to get the photo shoot together for the album artwork and new promo stuff and start getting everything all fancied up. Because there's something, you know, this year is a year of coming forth. Last year was a year of darkness and change for me, and probably a lot of other people, too. But this year feels like it's time to do some rebirthing, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, and anyone who wants to see you guys live, uh, just, I think, next week, April 21st, you're at the House of Blues in Anaheim, and April 22nd, the Tower Theater in Fresno. So, you know, uh, exactly. yeah, you know, I, I, I... With Berlin in Anaheim and with the Tubes in Fresno. should be really Really? Fun. Oh, that's so yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I have to take a, take a flight out there. I'm just outside of Philadelphia. So I'm nowhere close, but um. oh dear. Well, I think we're going to be making our way back there at some point. So we usually do. I mean, I've stayed, I stayed working pretty much straight through. In fact, I, I haven't really ever stopped. What I'm not the best at is self promotion and social media. So okay. <laughs> if you think Martha Davis has gone away for a while, it's just she doesn't like pushing those buttons. You know. All right, I got you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will uh, let you go and appreciate your time. And if, if you're out on the East Coast, I'll be looking you up for sure. Awesome, John. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Martha, happy Easter and have a fantastic weekend. 
Happy Easter. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. here on Music Frenzy uh, Radio Network and yeah that was our interview with Martha Davis and of course another top 10 hit for them suddenly last summer from their 1983 album Little Robbers which also went gold by the way Martha was you know obviously very cool and I love the way she describes the backstory to suddenly last summer um, you know just hearing how she had the idea you know back in the 70s and then you know it wasn't until she came up with this riff and and kind of meshed uh, the riff and the idea together you know we got this awesome song so 
That was very cool. Um, I want to uh, wrap up the uh, motel segment of this show with a song called Walk Away. As you heard, Martha and I speak. Uh, they have a two-CD anthology out right now called If Not Now, Then When. And the uh, songs on the album are a collection of rarities and uh, outtakes from the, from the recording sessions for their albums, um, So the Story Goes, and Beautiful Life. And you know, from that, we have two CDs worth of uh, material that hasn't been recorded before. This song is a really cool song, and I uh, hope you enjoy. It's called Walk Away. And me, we heard the news. Sad to say, it's probably true. That was uh, Walk Away from the Motels off their 
two CD anthology. If not now, then when? So go pick that up. Um, I want to go back to 1982, and I want to play a song that um, you know was a, a top hit. We heard it all over the place on the radio. Um, this is the Human League. Don't you want me? Frenzy Radio Network. Um, I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight to remember the 80s and specifically the music of the motels. And of course, thanks to Martha Davis for giving us that great interview. 
Um, next week we'll, we'll be back on uh, same time, uh, Tuesday at 8 p.m. And this time we're going to have clips of my interview I did with Howard Jones. So, you know, another 80s icon. That's going to be a really cool show. Um, before we go, though, um, I wanted to uh, acknowledge the passing of John Giles uh, from the Jay Giles Band. Um, just passed away last week, and in talking tonight about the 80s, we all know the hits they had with Love Stinks and Centerfold and Freeze Frame, but the band's first album was released back in 1970, so they have a pretty sizable catalog. Um, before Love Stinks hit in 1980, they released eight studio albums and several other hits, including Must Have Got Lost, which was um, you know really cool hit from them. So there's plenty of uh, music from Jay Giles uh, you can go back and uh, check out. Tonight we wrap up the show by playing Centerfold off the band's uh, 1981 album Freeze Frame. Um, thanks again for tuning in and uh, rest in peace, John. Good night. Yeah.